MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons. But we made it through, and now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this, flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires. We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons, but we made it through. And now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this, flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires. We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons, but we made it through. And now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this, flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires. Up, up on, on Gay presents Conversations with a Legend. Around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Around here, around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Welcome into another exciting edition of Up On Game Presents 
Conversations with a legend. This week, NASCAR legend, Hermie Sattler, all right? Now, Hermie, I gotta tell you, I generally do NFL legends. Mm -hmm. But now I've had the honor and the privilege of going outside of the category of football and getting into the category of race car driving mm -hmm. and having your brother Elliot and yourself on the show. So you're making history for my show. I, I appreciate that. that. Um, talk to me about what Hermie has going on right now post-racing career because you've got a lot going on. Yeah, uh, thank you. First of all, it's an honor to be on with you. It's a pleasure. Uh, LeVar, and gotten to know you recently and really appreciate what you are and how you go about your business and, um, and the crusade we're on kind of together Indeed. in a lot of ways. But yeah, um, I, my family business or our family business is convenience stores, truck stops, and restaurants. I've been active in the family business for 20 plus years, but uh, retired from Fox TV uh, as an analyst for the NASCAR coverage at the end of 2019 uh, and kind of stepped into the, uh, the role of of the family business. Yep. So um, so I, we, we look after that. And then outside of that, my wife and I, we're sitting in our sports bar in Emporia, Virginia. It's called- it's, And it's a beautiful place. Yeah, thank you so I much. I love the name. Faux Show. Faux Show. I'll tell you in a minute how this place was named. All right, okay. Um, but so outside of that, uh, my wife and I, really my wife, okay. uh, runs the day-to-day -day operations of Faux Show, the 24-hour restaurant at the truck stop, UPS store, we've got an IHOP and Skippers and another convenience store. So all told together, uh, we look after about 300 employees, wow. which is a lot, of a lot of responsibility. A lot. We're responsible for those uh, that payroll every two weeks, yes. and, but we don't take lightly the responsibility of uh, taking care of people and their families and, and that. So we're in the convenience store, truck stop, restaurant business. Uh, we're also, we have transport trucks that service our locations okay. and we sell fuel to other locations we also which is probably my favorite part of our business we handle our local farmers and loggers we deliver fuel to them in the log woods okay. or on their farms and uh, things like that so we're really ingrained into the community uh, our family business is over 60 years old wow. and now i have a lot of responsibility which i enjoy of uh, trying to maintain and grow that business uh, when i can uh, but I've, uh, I did 25 years on the road. I know you know what life on the road yes, is like. Yes. But having having three daughters and a wife looking after all this, I've really enjoyed the last couple of years being home more, being more involved not only in our business but also in the community. Three lovely daughters. I've met two out of the three so yeah. far. Super impressed. Met met the missus. Yep. Super impressed. Hermie. The good thing about my daughters. Yes. They got my good looks. Okay personality yes and athletic ability wow so what wow. could possibly go wrong nothing nothing absolutely it's up to them not. they got all the tools it's, it's up to them it's up to them that is i've done my fun. part you have done your I've part. Done my part they are beautiful girls thank you so much certain. thank you speaking of beautiful girls you've done your part you like that don't you yes i do <laughs> <laughs> you have you have built successful business you you were successful in NASCAR. What makes Hermie tick? Like what 
What did you come from that gives you the mindset to approach what you do and how you do it the way that you do it? LaVar, I got to tell you the truth. The biggest thing that motiva motivates me every day is the ability for me to help somebody else. Indeed. Uh, I've been fortunate my whole life. Uh, my family, my dad, um, I've always had whatever I wanted whenever I wanted it, whenever I needed it. Now, Dad taught us lessons along the way, but I never had to go somewhere with no money in my pocket. Mm -hmm. I never, I, I, and I don't take that for granted. So my life mission, whether it was me owning my race teams when I was racing back in the day, my biggest satisfaction probably should have been going to Victory Lane. I probably would have raced longer, but my biggest satisfaction was those 20 or 30 people that worked on that team that was your guys. putting food on their table for, for their families. I feel the same way about our businesses today. I mentioned between the oil company and between uh, Angie's uh, and, and, and our businesses, about 300 employees. I get great satisfaction in being a part of giving them the opportunity to provide for their families in a way that my family provided uh, for me. Yeah. So that's I mean, I love the day-to-day -day business. I love the interaction with my customers, yeah. those kind of things. But I, my, what really motivates me every day now is knowing how I can positively impact so many families. Now, interesting that you say that because Pacematic brought us together. Sure. And we're on this, as you mentioned earlier, this crusade, crusade. together. And really, this, this whole scenario of skill games and, and getting it, you know, past where these small businesses can benefit from these skill games mm -hmm. has been something that has brought us together. Sure. That's you helping the common man. That's you helping small businesses. Just talk to me a little bit about where that passion came from and yeah. how does that play into, you know, your sports background? Yeah. Well... For those who may be watching or listening for the first time that don't really, I'll give you a quick recap, but basically in our convenience stores, truck stops, and restaurants, since as long as I can remember, we've operated these skill games uh, that are by and large uh, produced and marketed by Pacematic. Mm -hmm. The Commonwealth of Virginia decided uh, last July, or actually last April, they passed a law that went into effect that as of this past July 1, these games were banned in all of our facilities. Okay. So we decided, we meaning me on behalf of not only my business, but small business operators all across the Commonwealth and Senator Bill Stanley, uh, we decided to take on the fight. We didn't think that was, not, not to mention constitutional, we didn't think it was ethical mm -hmm. that the government could just come take away our business and give it to somebody else. And even though you know, I'm, I'm compassionate and I care about other people, things of that nature. I'm also very competitive and I don't believe that. Um, so when they came and just tried to take this away from me and my family and my employees and all that, I felt compelled to, to fight back. And so, you know, once you in the racing world, much like on the football field, uh, is every man for himself. It's take sure. no prisoners. Sure. And so part of that, um, because there's always somebody trying to take your spot. 
-hmm. whether it's racing, whether, whether it's football, sure. whether it's somebody. And we, you know, we met Jeff Jarrett. I know Absolutely. you got, I've known Jeff my whole life. You met him a couple of weeks ago. Same thing. You probably played some football games through injury and some other things. Because you had to. Because you had to. Because you ne that next guy step up he's and waiting. do a good job. He's waiting. Yes. So uh, I felt compelled to to stand up and fight, not only on my behalf, but on behalf of um, many, many small business owners and operators across the state that didn't have the platform, didn't have the resources. Right. Oh, this, my fight so far to get us to this point, you know, it's cost me probably three quarters of a million dollars wow. to get to that point. Yeah. But we can't let them win by them having this thought process that they can pick winners and losers and dictate um, everyday small business American lives. So uh, I feel confident that as we move forward, uh, we're going to prevent at some point somebody from in the government from trying to do the same thing again. Today's episode is brought to you by GT's Living Foods. So, Rob, uh, we got a sponsorship from GT. They sent a big old box of kombucha bottles to my house, uh, and we, we really slammed these things down. I, I loved this kombucha. It had that great uh, fermented tang, the wonderful fizziness. Uh, when you, you kind of feel it going into your body, and there, there's like a pleasant rumbling throughout your whole anatomy. Uh, I don't know. It, it just feels good. It tastes good. I, I am truly, really into this stuff. Yeah, I particularly enjoy kombucha and uh, especially these GT Synergy kombuchas. Uh, whenever I'm, uh, you know, d taking a break from, say, beer and wine or cocktails, it's a wonderful alternative to to beer and wine around the holiday season. And it's it's cool even to think about drinking it because it's full of life. Yeah, I, w I found this really interesting looking over the materials they sent us about how it's authentically brewed in small five gallon batches. It's got a 30-day ferment, and from what I understand, uh, this is the reason that you have 9 billion living probiotics in every bottle of this stuff. As I chug, I consume 9 billion souls. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're taking in all this wonderful microbiota from this uh, th this delicious fermented beverage. Uh, it's, it's one of the most interesting drinks you can drink in addition to being delicious and making you feel good. Well, you two can get in on the action with GT Synergy. I buy mine in the chilled section at Whole Foods, but you can also get it at other natural stores, mom and pop shops, as well as the big retailers like Walmart and Target. Look for it near the fresh produce or salad bar. We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons, but we made it through. And now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov slash wildfires. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn is available in 10 varieties in two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zinn anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zinn. 
Visit Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zyn nicotine pouches near you. So, in, in the world of sport, in the world of sport, what you just discussed and talked about, that competitive nature, that, that team, team mentality, when I have conversations with legends, I, I ultimately love to know about where the greatness resonates from, what the greatness means, how is it executed. So where I'm at right now in this conversation is, it's all about branding, it's all about telling a story, it's all about how it's framed and how people feel when they hear about it. and. You do an excellent job of presenting how you feel and how that applies. If I were to ask you in the world of sports and athletes and fans alike that listen and look on, how do you view branding? And, and, and what does, how important is branding to what you do and what you've been able to build? LaVar, I'll be the first to admit Again, I keep correlating between racing and football. Yes. Okay, on any, when I raced full-time in the mid to late 90s, was I was in my, I would call, heyday, I guess you could say. There were 40 people on the track any given Sunday. It's probably 10,000 that were just as talented as I was, but didn't get that opportunity. Never got the opportunity, whether it be because of right place, right time, or not having the resources to kind of get your name out there a little bit, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I had an obligation once I got out there to take advantage of that opportunity. When it comes to branding, I haven't always done everything right on or off the track. I'd be the first to admit, but I've always tried to surround myself with the right people, whether they be business associates, people in my social circles uh, and people I do business with. I don't do business with people that I don't have good vibe. You know, you go with your gut right. a lot of times, a lot of things. And how that's helped me today with this situation I mean against the Commonwealth, of, you know, I'm suing the state that I live in, right. which is sad. Out of necessity. Out of necessity because right. we never talked about this, but so the first sponsor, the first major sponsor I had in NASCAR was the Virginia Tourism Corporation. Okay. Our statewide tourism slogan is Virginia's for lovers. Uh-huh. Okay. So the first it? used to be, used not to anymore. Be not anymore? Not anymore. Right. They're not probably, loving in Virginia Probably for some lovers. Okay. Until some you get, lovers. get older. Right. Then you just then wish you were a lover. Yeah. So Virginia is for what I want to be a lover. That's what it is for but me. I'm not anymore. It's for some lovers. Okay. Uh, Virginia is for some lovers. Virginia is for younger lovers. Younger lovers. Lavar, you're making this difficult for okay, me. Okay, I like it. I <laughs> wanted to make it real awkward. <laughs> I loved it. Well, I you're loved doing it. it. Come on, let's do so it. So when I started, I was representing the state I lived in, yes. the Virginia Tourism Corporation. We promoted the beaches, the mountains, everything in between. The last 22 years, I had a personal con- personal service contract with the Virginia Lottery. So I'm representing, for basically the bookends of my career, right. representing the state I live in. Then I got to turn around out of necessity and sue 
the Commonwealth of Virginia, the governor, and the attorney general. I go back to what I was saying about branding. One of the reasons why I think among, among, among several, one of the reasons I think our lawsuits this far has been successful is because other people that have tried what Senator Stanley and I are trying, they've been able to pick apart the plaintiff. Okay. You know, pick apart, find something wrong, wrong and chop me right, down. Right. Okay. And discredit. Discredit. Yes. They hadn't been able to chop me down. All right. Because I represented the Commonwealth of Virginia for most of my racing career. Uh-huh. One of the entities that's really against us keeping our games is the Virginia Lottery. Well, guess what? For 22 years, not only was I a retailer for the Virginia Lottery in all of my stores, but I was also a spokesperson for the Virginia Lottery. Right. So I'm getting information and emails and things from both sides. Right. So when they try to throw all this trash at me about what skill games are doing to the lottery, I know it's trash. Right. Because not only do I have the businesses and the information to bag it up, but I've got the stuff. In other words, a senator may be on the Senate floor saying skill games are hurting the lottery. They're taking money away from schools. But my sales rep for the lottery that's dealing with my truck stop or convenience store is saying, the reason lottery sales were down this month was because we just came off of a billion dollar jackpot. Okay. You know, because a lot of people just play the lottery when you get, right. they ain't going to mess with it for 500 million. Right. Uh, who, who, wants, for a billion. who wants 500 million? I mean, if it gets to we got to go big bucks. We got to so go big bucks. I was getting all this stuff from, you know, so I could discredit them right. in a way, but they really couldn't find a way, and they haven't yet, and they're still trying, they haven't been able to find a way to personally discredit uh, me or my family or my business. And so that's, that's what's given us some, you know, some, uh, some legs with this, with this lawsuit. And I, I did that through my entire, I turned down some rides at times in NASCAR. I turned down some sponsorship opportunities because either I knew something that made me uncomfortable dealing with them or I knew how they had treated a friend of mine maybe in the industry uh-huh. or whatever because I knew y'all run across these people too sometimes people show up on the scene in NASCAR and oh we got all this money do all these great things and three months later they're gone mm-hmm. you know they, you, you put them on TV and talk about how great they are and then the next year you know they're gone and I'll be honest with you if if everybody that owed me money in NASCAR, paid me. I'm sure, again, I'm sure you've got these kind of things like this too. Uh, Skill games wouldn't matter as much. But um, those are all life lessons that you learn. And, you know, so now I've got, I've I've been able to pick and choose my life. And especially later in my career, I could pick and choose what I wanted to do, who I wanted to do it with. Uh, And as I've gotten older, and you mentioned my three daughters, now I know when I make decisions or or make public statements or take public stances about things. They're all old enough now. They're on social media. They see what I say and what I do and don't think that they'll let me know when they don't agree with, and that, that's important to me. Sure. You know, it's, it's important for be. me to set that, that, that role model for them and take stands on things that I believe, um, whether it's appeasing to everybody 
or not. But I had a tremendous platform in my racing days that carried over to my business, that's carried over to my family, that is now carried over to this, I like your word, crusade. Crusade. That, that you and I are both on. I, I never would have dreamed that I would be sitting at my restaurant in Emporia talking to LeVar Arrington about Same. about skill games and small business. Yeah. And I told you this the other day, and I mean it, so it's worth saying again. You come across as the kind of person that I can tell by the passion you speak with about this that you see below the surface of what some of these government legislators are doing to small businesses and that means you know they couldn't pay you enough money to get on tv and talk about it if it wasn't something that you really understood that's right or bought into you know this is a bad precedent you don't have probably don't have any skill gains personally anywhere in your right. businesses that's that you, correct i don't but you understand that if we let this go it hurts what are they going to do next yes and, what's and next? so you know you right. have to fight right and that's what we're doing okay I'm gonna tell you how we named Fosho. Do you mind? Please tell me how you, because we're talking branding. All right, so, so tell me this how you building, this Fosho. building we're in, my brother and I built it. This first half of the building was built for a Starbucks. Okay. We built this building, did a 15-year lease with Starbucks. Two years in, they call and say, you know what? Starbucks isn't really working in Emporia. We want to get out. Oh wow. So I negotiated a buyout. Uh -huh. We did all that, no problem. So I decided, I had this empty space with a drive-thru on the side. I said, wouldn't it be great to have my own sports bar? With a drive-thru window. With a drive-thru window. Super, super unique. So it's all well and good for me because I don't work here. Uh -huh. But my wife cusses me five out of seven nights a week uh, uh, for uh. thinking that we needed to be in the restaurant business. Right. But anyway, when we came time to decide we were going to do it, I was trying to come up with a name. So, and we've been here right at 12 years now. Okay. So I go online and start looking for Hermes Saddle this, Hermes Saddle that, as it relates to restaurant. Much like, again, I'm sure with LeVar Arrington, when I went in, everything related or regarding my name, somebody had already trademarked it. Mm -hmm. And just about every genre of everything, because they wanted me to have to call them and pay for, and it. Pay for it. Yes. And I just won't want to do that. Although I did spend about 30 grand to get hermesaddler.com. Somebody had bought that and it was a porn site. Oh, wow. So that Hermes that, Sattler, adult entertainer. It was, it won't pleasant. So That's we interesting. Did, we did get that back. All so right. anyway. And you switched that up. You changed it that up. up. cleaned it up. I cleaned a little bit. Uh, okay. Used Kept to be, it a little used edgy. to be X and S, I'd say R minus. R. It Maybe was R triple plus, depending on how you look at it. But now X and a half. Single X? X and a half. X and a half. As you get older and you become less relevant, you got to spice things up a little bit to keep So you got to have that half of an X. You got to have the half X. Wow. See, I'm learning something. There you go. I mean, you just blew my mind, Hermie. So right. I'm trying to think of a name. Everything Hermie Sadler is taking. So I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, racing in Phoenix. We're racing on Sunday, but I get done with practice on Saturday. I'm leaving, getting ready to go play golf after I practice that day with Charles Barkley and a guy named Scott Williams that played college Scotty basketball Williams. at yeah, UNC Carolina, Carolina. and played with Michael the Bulls. Jordan. Yeah, sure. All right, so Scott's a good friend of mine. 
So I'm He's supposed tall. to be there. It's very tall. Hacienda Heights, California. Yes. But six you know, Hacienda Heights is an interesting place. I've heard. Okay. So I'm supposed to be there, let's just say, we're supposed to play golf at 3 o'clock. The time I got through practicing and did all my debriefs with my crew chief and stuff, I was late leaving the racetrack. All right. So I text Scott and said, I'm getting ready to leave the racetrack. I'm going to be about 30 minutes late. He just texted me back, faux show. Ah, that was his answer. For show. So I said, damn, that's pretty catchy. Uh-huh. So I immediately called my trademark attorney at the time. show available. I said, can you check to see if Fosho is available for restaurant services? He said, it's available. I said, copyright it, trademark it. He did it right then. And so I called my wife. I said, I just named the restaurant. Fosho. Fosho. And people like, what, what does it mean as it relates to a restaurant? I said, not a damn thing. <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> it was a, it's kind of an urban it you is know, it's urban, an urban feel feel and i said you can't go so fast when you say it though you gotta like you gotta break it up for show there you go you know, for so, show. So, so scott williams um of they, all the great three you know, nba titles and all that i'm sure but his biggest claim to fame was naming this restaurant. Named this restaurant i'm sure he said for show though yeah and you know the other piece mean? of advice now, I'll give you. You can put that on there. That for show works. But I guarantee he uses dough after. For show dough. I'm going to ask him that. Okay. All right. There we go. And the other thing I'll all give right. you out of that story, and then we'll move on, is don't take golf lessons from Charles Barkley. Don't do that. You don't, you don't want to do that. don't try to sit at a blackjack table and play blackjack with You Charles don't want to do that either because they he, use chip colors. He got a bigger line of credit than I got. I've never seen those, those chips before in my life. And, and I got a few coins in my pocket. I ain't never seen that hey. color. They were, they were different colored chips. When it comes to powering through your outdoor to-do list, you are a machine. Dialed up, locked in, on target, and hardwired for first-class lawn care. Thankfully, Green Machine's best-in-class battery-operated outdoor power equipment is here to help you upgrade your yard game today. Because with Green Machine, it's all systems go all the time. So you can choose to charge headfirst into your morning with Green Machine self-propelled mowers, which last up to 45 minutes on a single battery. Or you can decide to edge out the competition with Green Machine's brush string trimmer featuring up to 30 minutes of runtime. Heck, you could even choose to impress those jealous next door neighbors with your sleek, stylish 62 volt green machine blower, complete with up to 95 full minutes of get up and go. Why? Because with Green Machine, you're a lean, mean lawn care machine. So power the machine with Green Machine today, exclusively online at HomeDepot.com. Omicron spreads faster than any other COVID-19 variant, so it's important for you to mask up to limit the spread. N95, KN95, and KF94 masks offer the best fit and filtration. Don't have these? Surgical masks or double masking with a surgical and fabric mask can also offer great protection. So there you go. Mask, vax, and get boosted. Learn more at covid19.ca.gov. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. As parents, we've done everything we can to keep our kids safe, happy, and healthy during this pandemic. From finding the best face masks to making sure their hands are clean. And now we have the best tool to help keep them even safer. The most important thing we can do is vaccinate our kids to protect them against COVID-19. 
Vaccines have been proven safe and effective for children five and up. Talk to your child's doctor or visit myturn.ca.gov to find a vaccine near you. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. I, coming from a small town like Emporia, I've had many how did I get here moments in my life. One of them was we were in Vegas. We started off, my brother and I and Dale Jarrett, three racers, went to the Bellagio to, and they went to this VIP room to play blackjack. Before I knew it, it was my brother and I and Dale Jarrett, Mark Cuban, Roger Clemens, wow. Vince Vaughn, wow. and Charles Barkley. Wow. So about two o'clock in the morning when I think it's time to wind down, they're winding up. So we ended up at a after hours establishment. But we're riding in Vegas in this car, this big limo. Me and my brother from Emporia, Virginia. You've seen it. Here after it is. hours one X or after hour multiples? I'm gonna say uh, about as high as you can get. Okay, wow. Whatever the maximum allowable by law by amount of X's. Wow. So, but we're riding in this limo through Vegas and it's me and my brother from Emporia, Dale Jarrett. I think Clint Boyer was with us, but uh, Mark Cuban, Roger Clemens, Vince Vaughn, that's when the wedding crashes had just come out. Mark Cuban and um, Dennis Haskins, he was Mr. Belding. Wow, I'll say Mr. About Belding, yeah. Mr. Belding had a white handkerchief and all he did all night was pat Charles's head down from the sweat rolling down, you know, just kept him, kept him, uh, kept dry, him dry, kept him dry. But I, I was one of my, Elliot, what the hell are we doing? How did we, how did we get up here? Because when we start having, um, when we start pulling up the cards, yeah. we, we short, short. But the other part of that story, so sometime in the middle of the night, we went to uh, Jet nightclub at Bellagio. Okay. And I'm with all these heavy hitters, billionaires, right? Mm -hmm. I turn around and look about four o'clock in the morning. The little lady with the little bunny rabbit seat on is bringing me the, the bill. Oh, wow. All my, my brother and everybody, like, where is everybody? They done gone on they to the next stop. They gave me the bill. And this happened to be Holly Madison's birthday party that night. So Holly Madison, every time you ordered a bottle of Cristal, she brought it down off a zip line. Oh, wow. So it was like $2,000 every time she bought it. And we didn't even break the top on none of them. But every time the little girl came by and said, you need another bottle? What did we say? Yeah, sure. 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 Right. So this guy, young lady, so 4 o'clock in the morning Vegas time is 7 o'clock in the morning Emporia oh, time. Oh, no. Gives me a bar tab for oh, about $17,000. Oh, no. So I'm pulling out my credit card like, and I'm not even worried about anything else. I'm not even worried about the $17,000. I'm worried about this bank. The fraud alert's going to go off. Oh, easily. And they're going to call my wife, oh. who's back at home in Virginia, oh. at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh. And she's going to have a list of questions for me and, and that I probably can't answer. answer. You're not going to be able to answer. You're not going to be able to and answer. And that's exactly what happened. So the lady comes over there. First of all, I didn't had no idea what my limits are on my credit card. Oh. It, wasn't that. it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't that. And even if it were, you were going so to I'm still thinking, have to call who do I know at the bank that I can call and get a, a, a credit limit increase? Right. At 7 o'clock in the morning. Anyway, so my wife was right around the corner there. I hope she's not listening. She called me. 
her first question, of course, was what the WTF are you doing? Right. It's 7 o'clock in WTF. Maybe it's only 4 o'clock here. Right. Not 7. And plus, there's no clocks in Vegas. It's I only 4 o'clock. I thought it was 9 o'clock at night. Right. I didn't know. Ah, who and, loses? Uh, I mean, you lose I said, you know, and we Vegas. had a terrible misunderstanding. When it came time to pay the bill, I was the only one left. <laughs> you know, I couldn't walk out on the bill. <laughs> right? Everybody else did. They gone. They gone. They gone. Now, in, in full disclosure, they all made it right. Okay. But I had to uh, not only endure. Uh, that was a stressful moment. And look. Anxiety. The 17 grand was no tip. So I had to add a tip. 14, 17, 10% is, is a 1700, 1700, 1700, 24, but you can't get by on 20% in Vegas, though. You got to go higher. You got to go higher. If you want to go back, if you want to boost by the DJ table next time. So like four or five thousand. Yeah. So you were now up to 22,000. North of 22. For a night out with those And we people. didn't even drink the Cristal. This has nothing to do with us having a Legends conversation, by the way. No, this is a Legends conversation, by the way. I was not a Legends. This legend. is all the way I was a Legends, not a legends conversation. Con I was not a Legend with my wife at that time. No, you were. I was an idiot. You were that, too. <laughs> but most times, Legends but, are idiots. You know what times. I told her? That you can try this with your wife sometime. When she brings back stuff that you may or may not have done back in the day. Yeah. All you have to say is, it was the thing to do at the time. You know what? Can I add something to that? Sure. It was the right thing to do right. at the time. Right. How about you that? Felt, I felt obligated. I mean, you feel better See, I about didn't, yourself. I didn't make the decision to go to those places. Right. But I couldn't leave my brother with all those strangers. Because those strangers left job. I mean, people we didn't know, brother. like Mark Cuban. Right. They, these people could be shady. Well, they left out with the tab at $17,000. Brokers wanted the bunch, me. Man. Brokers wanted the bunch. I couldn't get out of there. That's a legend. That might be the it's most legendary. It's not the kind of legend I'm trying to be on the show. but That might be the most legendary conversation. That might be the most legendary story I've heard on this show But you need far. to, if you ever get a chance to go out with Mark and Charles and Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Vince Vaughn. I don't, I don't want to. I have settle no up with them straight beforehand because you don't you mess around and come up short i don't i don't want to do that I, but i tell I, you what i don't want that pressure i had fun me. man you had fun i never paid so much money for liquor i didn't drink tell me your best is is that your best i don't that's off field tell me your best nascar memory well nothing replaces your first win okay that and i'll tell you a little story about my first win i'm not, I'm not talking about Big time NASCAR win, but I'll tell you about my first NASCAR weekly racing series win, okay. first late model stock car win. So I had won the World Karting Championship, finally decided to move up into late models, running in what we call the Mid-Atlantic region, around Virginia, North Carolina, tracks around here. I had run, uh, I wasn't running very well, and my dad is super duper competitive. Okay. And my dad always had to mindset of you got everything you need i don't want any excuses but i had run through a spell of races had never won yet sound familiar by the way i think i heard that during this, this interview with, with your daughter my brother and my daughter yeah, yeah. okay go ahead. so i had raced on friday night 
right over in Richmond, Virginia at Southside Speedway. Ran terrible. My dad even came to the racetrack that night and we had Saddler Chevrolet, the car dealership, advertised on the car. He was over there trying to pull, pull my name off. off the car. He's, if you ain't gonna run nobody on this, you ain't gonna have my, my name, name on there. It's my name too, but it didn't no, matter. No, no, I gave you that name. So right. he's over there trying to pull off the stickers. That is hilarious. So he told me when the race was over at Southside, it was not hilarious, Lavar. It was, was embarrassing. Well, for you, embarrassing. but hilarious. that's kind of funny though. <laughs> Your daddy, your daddy was trying to pull your name but off look, of the car. That's, that's so pretty good. When we loaded the car up that night, he told me, he said, as far as I'm concerned, you're done. Jeez. So I came home on Friday night. Upset. So what are we going to do now? Me and my guys got back to the shop like at 2 o'clock in the morning. So kind of like most of the bad racing days I had my whole career. It took me about 24 hours, morning period. You mourn. Mourn. Don't want to talk to nobody. Your ego died. Then I, then, I'm, then I come back. Purgatory. What's next? Okay. So my guy, we got back to the shop like 2 a.m. after my dad telling me, uh, basically in all intents and purposes, my sponsor pulled the plug on me. So we get back to the shop Saturday morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, and my guy's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Finally, I said, i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go through this car and set it up again, put it on the scales, and we're going tomorrow night to Manassas, Virginia, to Old Dominion Speedway to race. They said, we are? I said, we are. So we didn't really have any money to buy tires. So we all, including my crew guys, we threw in enough money to go to buy the tires for the next night. I was embarrassed to tell my dad that I was going to race the next night because he had told me I was done. You're done, right. So I didn't even call my dad, I called my mom. I didn't call her until I was already, we left like at eight o'clock in the morning. We worked all night, got the car back ready, left and went north to Manassas, Virginia. So we've been practicing. So I called my mom. Were you tired, right? Bag phones at, back in, you know, the little right, bag phones. Yeah. I called my mom, she said, where are you? I said, don't tell my dad, but we're at Old Dominion Speedway in Manassas. I'm gonna race tonight. If I'm gonna quit, I don't wanna quit after last night. Mm -hmm. So we go, we practice, we qualify. I never been in that track before. I won the race. We get ready to pull around to go to, to Victory Lane to take pictures in Victory Lane. And guess who showed up? Your dad. My mom and dad. Nice. They came, drove all the way up there, got there he just put, in time for the race. Did he have the sticker start. with Sattler? Did, was he putting the sticker back it on takes the more car? than one win to get the sticker oh. back on. We lost a lot. Only one won. I but, hate <laughs> but my dad, you know, of all the hard lessons and the hard-nosed person that he was, he was like, happy for you. He, he went up there. Now, I never knew he was out. And watched the race from the stands and came down. And um, even though it took him a while to be okay with the fact that we went yes i could tell he was he happy, was happy. and then that ultimately set me up you know to uh to move move forward and i hit rock bottom i guess you could say as far as the racing concerned that was a humbling beginning for me i went all these cart races win a wk championship getting a stock car and can't hit myself in the ass with both hands yeah learn a lot of lessons quick yeah and uh but that was kind of that kind of set me on and then i went on to win a fair amount of races and after that. Love it. That's legendary stuff. I'm going to hit you with this one and then we're done. 
You tired of me already? No. Hey, how about one more touch? Come on, come on. Let's touch it up one more time. There you go. You like? Do I like the way we do shows, LaVar? Yeah, I, I do too. I, I think I like, we this, this, this we could be, be the we could be the best we've ever seen. This, I mean, I got to tell you, these are the best stories I've, I've heard. Are you guys with me on that? This, <laughs> these got to be the best stories I didn't heard. Uh, what does Hermes Sadler want his legacy to be? What do you want to be remembered by when, when you no longer exist and somebody comes up to give an account of who you were and what you represented in your life? What, do you, what will have you sitting somewhere listening and proud of, of what it is they had to say? LeVar, I've been so fortunate and lucky I told you some of my stories. Yes. Never would have dreamed that I have been the places I've been, met the people I've met, such as yourself. Thank you. Um, but if there's one thing I'd like for people to say when I'm no longer there, is that a couple things, that I was a good friend to a lot of people, and I've always been lucky, I said this before, always been fortunate to have the basic necessities that I needed I would like for people to also uh, think that I put other people's needs in a lot of cases before mine. That's I've really tried to awesome. try to to be that way yeah. when at all possible. Yeah. And I'll continue to live that way and be that way. Um, but I feel like, and I, I hope you feel the same way in certain regards. We, we're put in positions in situations for a reason, I believe. Absolutely. So it has to be who it is. Has those, to be it has to be moments. a reason why certain yes. some of these things it have happened. It can't be anybody else other than you. It's gotta be us for this and I you met my middle daughter Haley earlier yes. today. She's autistic. Extraordinary. For the so for the last twenty years, you know, and I said this to somebody, uh, and I mean this to be the positive, I said when she was first diagnosed, I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to get her to be like me. And I finally realized, LeVar, when the light went off, yeah. Hermie, you need to be more like her. Hey, Amen. You know, and yeah. so she is happiest with- Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. With the, with the, just the basic, and she wakes up happy every morning. So if I, if I feel like people will think that I was a good friend to the yeah. ones that I could be, and as long as I could take care of my family, I've always tried to help other people take care of their, what their wants and needs are. And I think that's carried me a long way towards where I am, and I'll continue to do that. What are the chances we get Haley to come say goodbye to the camera? I don't know where she is. Haley. Haley. You want to come say goodbye? She doesn't want to be in the show. Just real quick, say goodbye. Come here one second. We might get Haley to come say goodbye on the show. And that would be so amazing. She's a superstar. Superstar. You know, comes to say goodbye on the show. This is Haley. Come here. Come here. I was supposed to come say goodbye. Please. It was close. And it, it, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. We tried. We tried. <laughs> so, on behalf what? of Haley, <laughs> on behalf of Haley, and the rest of the Sadler family, Pacematic, Up On Game presents. You've been blessed with another legendary moment 
in a legendary conversation with my man, Hermie Sadler. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you check us out. We're here every week. It's Hermie Sadler, everybody. NASCAR great businessman, man of the people. Until next you. time. Til- Thank you. Hey, appreciate, appreciate you. It. Thank you. Appreciate you. just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons, but we made it through. And now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires. When it comes to your yard work, your all systems go all the time. Why? Because you're a machine. Powered by Green Machine 62-volt outdoor power equipment. This fleet of sleek, stylish, and supercharged lawn care solutions has it all. From self-propelled mowers to string trimmers, chainsaws, blowers, and even combo kits. Why? Because with Green Machine, the power is in your hands. So power the machine with Green Machine. Available exclusively online at homedepot.com. The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions and worries we have. CalHOPE can help with free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today.